Hello, warriors and battle buddies. Welcome to A Battle Within number 82. I'm Drew Neiman, and I'll be joined by my wife, Terry, the inspiration for the program shortly. A Battle Within is about our life experiences and those of our guests living with and healing from traumatic brain injuries with an emphasis on post-concussive syndrome, otherwise known as PCS. The conversations are real, war, and uncensored from both the warrior and the caregiver perspectives. It is our desire that this platform be a useful way to create awareness around the invisible injury, and we aim to help those in the battle, whether that is you the warrior or you the battle buddy, by offering the stories and resources we have found along the way in our own journey. Today on A Battle Within, Terry and I sit down to talk a little bit about courage, but before we get to that, Warriors and Battle Buddies, you know we've spoken about Instacart in the past and the convenience of having groceries delivered right to our front door. Well, I'm happy to say that Instacart now has an offering for a Battle Within listeners where you can get free delivery on your first order. If you struggle like Terry does with the crowds, the noise, and the fluorescent lighting in the grocery stores, this is a no-brainer. Pun intended. Instacart can deliver in as little as one hour, and you can shop multiple stores on one order, including the big box stores and pharmacies. They even highlight deals to help you save money while working through placing your order. Be sure to click on the link in the episode notes to let Instacart know we sent you their way and to support the program. Instacart, never step foot in a grocery store again. As I said earlier, Terry and I investigate courage today and its place in the TBI world. Why do so many possess it? Is it innate to the individual or is it simply a learned behavior? We speak to a place that is close to us today, where Terry recently received some bad news and we get into that a little bit. But be warned, Terry gets a little upset during the conversation. It is real and raw, as we always promise. Listen in to find out our thoughts on the subject. And remember that Terry and I, we are not medical professionals. We are offering our own experiences, perspectives, and information we have learned via our own research along the way. Here we go. Let's get after it with Terry. Hello again, Terry Neiman. Hi, Jerry Neiman. How are you? I'm good. Yeah? You know what I really love about podcasting? What? And the platform itself? Yeah, what? Is the fact that you can do it in your PJs if you wanted to. <laughs> Stop. He's picking on me, guys. I'm in my PJs. <laughs> You're not right in the head. Well, I just <laughs> that's what makes it so great, right? You could do it in your pajamas. Yeah. Anyway, I want to talk to you today, Terry, a little bit about something that has come across our path in the last couple of days. What's that? I want to talk a little bit about courage and healing today. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I think it's appropriate to talk about it because, you know, you got some uncomfortable news the other day to put a little chink in your armor. So I wanted to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. As well as some of the other things that I've noticed and what your perspectives are just in general. You're yeah. up for it? It's, it's a tough if one. If you asked me if it was too soon, I'd probably say yeah, but okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you'll see. It won't be as bad, I promise. All right. It's a little bit more about the positive side of it all, okay, that I want, I'm, I'm interested in exploring. 
this little chink in the armor, you wrote an extensive post about it, you yeah. know, and if you haven't taken advantage of listening in or following along on Instagram or Facebook, now is your chance, peoples. <laughs> but Terry wrote a pretty long post about it. You'll learn a little bit more about it there if you'd like to. Anyway, most of the time when people think of the word courage, right? Yeah. They think of an immediate knee-jerk type of reaction where somebody's going to put themselves in danger to go help another individual, such as like there's a burning building, somebody runs into it, or a soldier mm-hmm. carrying another soldier off the battlefield, right? Yeah, but I see it as the day in, day out battles too. Oh, very good, because I agree with that. That's my next point. In many cases, in my view, courage shows up quietly and without any kind of fanfare. There's no news cameras, whatever, right? It's just right. very quiet. And that's what I think we see a lot of in this world as opposed to, as excuse me, in addition to other areas of life. Getting up each day and trying to make the best of life when you're having a chronic condition such as a TBI is no easy task. I mean, I haven't lived it, but I've seen it. I see it as that courage actually runs pretty darn rampant in this world. It's been very fascinating and amazing to me since we've gotten into and all the people we've spoken to over the last couple of years about this. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Yeah, there's way more people who are positive and showing courage than, I mean, we haven't interviewed a negative person. Yeah. That's not been courageous. Yeah, so. And it's not like you go seeking them. No. That's how they are. Mm -hmm. We just want anybody to tell their story, and it just so happens to be that the folks that we've had, for the most part, try to remain positive or found the ways to be pretty decent at looking at things that way. Yeah. And if they hit a rut, they try to work their ways that way out of it instead of like, you know, spiraling down yeah. is what we've seen. Not that it doesn't happen, but we've been oh, pretty yeah, fortunate like, you're like that. Hearing the, uh, you're hearing the overall story, but there's, I'm sure every single one of them have days and or moments that they don't feel courageous and that they're not, they don't have a positive mindset. So to me, the ability to fight with persistence and not accept the no has led to greatest amounts of healing and recovery. Now, that's a question you have to ask yourself now, right? Because of the bad news you had, right? right. Are you going to accept the no? How are you feeling right now? Like I know, I know what you're saying, but I feel unsure. <laughs> and am I taking my head and just banging it on a wall and getting nowhere? You know, like I'm just at that brick wall again. Now, just to give the folks out there, in case you haven't been following along, Terry got some news from the neurologist the other day that the eyes and the vestibular system are damaged to the point where it may be close to permanent or requires surgery. So can That's you give us a little bit more detail? Told. It was yeah. told that I had the VNG test and I had gotten it prior to uh, COVID and then COVID hits and so everything shuts down. I get the results in my health app, you know, from our area and... I read it, but I'm not a doctor, so I don't interpret it well. I could tell there were some glaring issues, but, you know, I went down the rabbit hole, tried to look it up and everything, but I I was left kind of confused. When I finally did get a chance to see my neurologist, which was August 31st, I was told that even though I'm wearing prisms now, they may or may not help, and that my eye... 
my vision issues were permanent and that hopefully the prisms will help. We will look at it more in December and they'll decide from there whether I need to see a surgeon to help with the stretched muscles. The vestibular system in both ears were permanent. It was permanent. So in both ears for for the vestibular system, permanent, not an option of surgery or any, anything else. So that just leaves my proprioceptor system for balance, which is your sense of touch, if you didn't know that. So my sense of touch, so a cane was uh, recommended. Or the dog. Well, he didn't really know about, we have my dog, but he didn't really know about the dog, but it was a bleak conversation, not a lot of hope in it. So I'm left feeling unsure. I'm not a quitter. I've never looked at this, that I had any, that I wouldn't, wouldn't get better, that I had reached as good as it was going to get. Do you believe that to be the case now, Terry? Or is this something that you just need to process first? I'm still really processing it, but I didn't I didn't ever believe it. Uh, like if somebody would have told me that, that wasn't my neurologist that didn't look at a VNG, I would have said, oh no, heck no, I'm still thinking like that and heading in that direction. But because of who told me and the tests that I had, I have my doubts now. That's fair. I think we'll adapt like we always do, like everybody else does. I think we'll find our way. We might have to make some life adjustments, but I do think you especially will find your way. The nickname Pitbull is not for nothing. During this time, things are tough now because now we're processing this. Even leading into it, would you have considered yourself to be somebody who was courageous? I don't really go around going, he was so courageous, you know, yeah. look at what he just did. That's courageous. Oh, uh, not really. I know that I battle a lot and I get through and I see a lot of pe- more people who are more courageous than me. And I aspire to do better with that. Courage is everywhere in life, right? Not just here in the TBI world. Okay. That's for sure. And I know, I know it's in every nook and cranny, so I'm not pretending that it's only here. One part that's been fascinating to me as we get to know some of the warriors is that the injury in of itself leads somebody to the inability to even recognize himself in the first place, but yet to find ways to fight through it all. That is amazing to me. Yeah. And that should be to the general public in my view, because you've kind of lost yourself and somehow or another you still need to find the courage to, to get back to at least some sense of normalcy, whatever that right. may be. It's almost like it's instinctual, probably part of the human condition. Would you agree that that's the case? Yeah. TBI wars, they go to battle every day with a commitment every day that a few outsiders truly understand. Is it possible to shed some light on what that's like? You know, I'd like to pick your brain a little bit there. No pun intended, <laughs> you know, but what's it like? in order for you to pick yourself up every day and try to get the most out of life, like where does that come from? A desire to live, a desire to be with the people you love, to be with a desire to be able to do similar things that you once were able to do. What are the options? The options, the options are to do that or the options are to quit and and fall into a depression, right? Or let it go. And that's not really an option. I mean, I go there. From time to time, I'm pulling yeah. myself out of that now, but mm-hmm. it's just 
So you think it's a decision? Yeah, sometimes it's a hard decision to make, too. Some mornings it's harder. Okay. Do you think that courage is something that can be developed and actually get better at it? Yeah. I think that would go hand in hand when I'm always saying about mindset, that if you have a lot of positivity, you can push out some of the negativity. That positiveness can help you be more courageous. If it's all negative, you're not going to be able to push through. I think courageous is about pushing through, like you said, right? So how can you push through if there is no belief, there's no positivity, there's no hope? Right, so losing the hope could actually be the end of courage, if I'm hearing you correctly. Yeah. So you have to hold on to the hope in order to find the courage. Yeah, which makes like what what I was told difficult because I was always holding on to that. So I I have to go, how much of this do I really want to buy into. Maybe it is true, but doctors don't know everything. That creeps into my thought. And then my other thought is, eh, they really don't know as much as they say they know about the brain and its healing. Well, each time is different too. So maybe that they're missing something. Maybe there is hope. Even if that's a little bit of a lie, I have to tell myself it gives gives me like I could try other things, I could try other alternatives, I could maybe go to another doctor just because I have a little bit of a doubt. Now, the opposite of being courageous is being cowardly, right? Like the lion on the Wizard of Oz, right? I would think so. Yeah. Have you ever met anybody in the TBI world who is cowardly? It's interesting. Uh, no. Either have I. They all face. Daily battles from the minute they wake up to the minute they go to bed. Yeah. I think that's, I have not even. And through the night too, usually. Yeah. Because either it's a struggle sleeping or they're being Mm -hmm. tortured some capacity because they can't sleep. Well, I get that. I've seen that a lot, even with Holly, right? My sister. So the other thing that's kind of, I find to be funny in in a way, it's not truly funny, but. You know, I sit here a little bit on the outside and talking to all these folks, right? Mm-hmm. And, and including yourself. And there's always a sense, like you just said a little earlier about shrugging it off. I don't consider myself to be courageous. Right. And so does everybody else that we talk to, right? <laughs> yeah. But when we're sitting here listening to their stories, yourself included, right. you, you've been blown away by the courage of the other individual. So it's. And everything they've accomplished. Right. The humility that comes along with all the courage that everybody demonstrates and the humility with it is very fascinating to me too. Mm. Do you pick up on that as well? Yeah. And I also pick up on their accomplishments, how accomplished they are. So if you're a warrior and you know, you're know you probably listening now because you found this and you are a warrior and you already possess a lot of courageous tendencies, to me, Terry, you – I probably like the folks that are out there. You, you present to be courageous to me on a daily basis, and I admire you for it. Thank you. You know, I really do. And you know, after getting the bad news the other day and the initial grief and frustration, I know you will pick yourself up again, and we will figure it out. Like you said, you feel like it's a decision that you're making, right? Yeah. So, how do you? What would you say to encourage the other folks out there that might be going through something that's a little similar? On that front. I don't have a lot of words of encouragement right now. I feel like I'm the one who needs them. But I guess if I was going to, if this happened to a listener and somebody reached out to me, I said that and said what, uh, well, you know, 
this is the story. This is what's happening. I would say to concentrate on what you can concentrate on to make better and maybe build around it, which is kind of my thought. Like, what can I do to improve my balance in other ways? So strengthening my core and my my legs and things like that. Making adjustments and accommodations type of thing? Yeah. Like, how can I work around it? Or well, maybe then I wouldn't see it wouldn't be, I could offset it. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be as obvious. Maybe, yeah. How do you work on spending more time in the courageous zones as opposed to the uncomfortable, uncertain times? I feel so- like one is a really dark place to be in, and one is light. And I want to follow the light. So I go with that. Again, another decision. I think it is, for okay. me anyway. Yeah. Well, some stuff. Self-talk is important is what you're saying. Yeah. And uh, I push a lot out. Okay. Sometimes it comes bumbling out in other ways, you know, like we'll creep out. Mm -hmm. But I try to make it go away. Like, no, no, no. Do not listen to that voice. Do you remember? What was the one uh, where they had the little devil on the one side and the oh, angel yeah. on the other side? Was like that your conscious. Saturday whatever. Night Live did that or something? Yeah, but they weren't the first ones. They used to be in cartoons too when we yeah, were kids. Yeah, cartoons, yeah. 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 That's what it kind of feel like. Yeah, okay. So it's a matter of like listening to your good or your bad conscience. Yeah, like type of both thing. are in there. Yeah. You're going to hear both sides. Right, that's what I'm trying to thought. say. How do you get into that zone? I think you have to just really tune into the the little angel side. The light side. And do more time listening to him. Yeah. And being deliberate in that. Her. It's a her. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't realize it was a female. I'm sorry. Mine are like little versions of me. Okay. All right. <laughs> so as we get ready to wind this up here, Terry. Yeah. you have any other uh, thoughts here for today and about courage that you want to pass along? I think courage is just digging in. Digging in. And going forward. Do you think that it's a good idea to actually name and recognize and embrace your fears and take action instead of pushing it out? Do you think like you should acknowledge that it's there? I mean, yeah, that's reality. You have to acknowledge that in order to be able to deal with it. Okay. Any other final thoughts? No, this one was rough rough for me. Yes, but it needs to be said. We are real war around here. So I have one final thought, Mm -hmm. if I may, from somebody, myself, Mm -hmm. who has witnessed all the courage on the regular, not only with you, but from lots of the folks that we've spoken to over over these last couple of years. Own your courage, warriors. Own it. You know, when somebody acknowledges it, you know, embrace it because you are making a difference. Don't be shy about it. And even if you must, boast about it. Because it really is admirable trait that you guys have. Well, right? I think a lot of us are. We're. I, mean, I feel like I'm humble. I don't. I don't feel like I can boast about anything. It's just what I do. Yeah, but accept the compliment is my point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Puff your chest out a little bit and say thank you, instead yeah. of shrugging it off, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Nah. <laughs> No, I say thank you. I know. I'm just saying you're shrugging it off like, yeah, I need to get to work. You know, (laughs) 
<laughs> I need to get over it. All right. All right, Terry. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, folks. Keep battling. Notes and resources for this episode are available at abattlewithin.com backslash 082. Be sure to go check it out. Connect with us at abattlewithin.com and on Facebook and Instagram at abattlewithin. If you would like to be featured on the podcast or know someone that you think should be, please reach out to us in the same places I mentioned a second ago. You can also leave a voice message on our recorder on the homepage of the website if that's your preference. Got any ideas for episode topics? Reach out with those ideas as well. If you like what you're hearing and want to support the program, the best way to do that is to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcast, even if you don't use it to listen as your platform. It helps us to get into more ears. Links to do so are in the episode notes. Be sure to check out our Battle Within swag shop on the website at battlewithin.com backslash swag. Until next time, for those healing, show yourselves some grace. For those who know someone healing, show them the same and give them a great deal of love. Keep battling, folks. Bye-bye.